0: Welcome to Call Your Mom, the podcast where mothers and daughters sit down to ask all the questions they've never asked before. In this episode, Julia and her two daughters, Kristen and Jordan, discuss overcoming the stigma of being a teen mother, growing up black in a primarily white neighborhood, and who is really the favorite daughter. Enjoy.
1: i'm kristen and i'm here with my mom and my little sister i'm the oldest of three girls i'm 32 and go ahead. i'm
2: jordan J- i'm 16 i'm the youngest
1: yeah she's the baby we're three we're actually 16 years apart so when your age now i was she was just being born mm-hmm. all right mom say hello hi, hi i'm julia <laughs>
3: uh I need to say my
1: age no, right? You don't have to. It's up to you. Uh, no. I mean, I think they're going to figure it out with our... Oh, well, then they can figure it out, but I'm not going to say my age. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a black mother for you. <laughs> so, Mom, we should talk about you and you at 16, 17, and, <laughs> <laughs> and what was going on? Jordan, you should listen.
3: At 16 or 17, gosh, you just want
1: to jump right into it. Yeah, let's just jump right into it. Well, (laughs) as you both know, I had you. Me, Kristen. Mm -hmm. Hi. When I was 17. Mm Mm-hmm. A
3: senior in high school. I just turned 17. That's Yeah,
1: you just turned because your birthday is in December and I'm in January. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a product of a young mom. Woo-hoo.
3: That's right. A <laughs> teenage mom who made it through. Yes. A black teenage mom who made it through. A black
1: teenage through. mom who made it through in the inner city. That's true. With all odds against you. That's and, right. okay, you can keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was
3: just, you know, I always told you I was determined not to be like the stereotypic welfare mom. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I had you, I graduated with my class at 17. I worked... I went to St. Peter's College at night, and I got a degree in urban studies, actually, my first degree. Yeah. And But I've always worked full-time and always took care of my children. And um,
1: How was that for you, like, then? Like, I know for me, I had my son at 18, but, like, being 16 years old and growing up in Catholic schools, I feel like all the odds were against you at that yeah, time, right? Yeah, the odds
3: was against me. Nobody ever told me that I could make it and um, do certain things, everyone just felt like I would be another number in the system, but like I said, I wanted better for myself and for my children, so I worked hard. It was very difficult. I mean, I had to be disciplined. I didn't hang out, I didn't party, I didn't do certain
1: things. I went to school, I worked, and I, you know, made a life for me me and you, basically. And Nana and Papa, my grandparents, they were strict. Yeah, they, they were very strict. Right. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, you had a baby. And what was it when you went to prom? You had a curfew. Yeah, I had a curfew
3: until the day I moved into my parents' house, baby or not. I and how old
1: were you when you moved out of Nana and Papa's house? Seventeen. So you graduated high school and you moved out with That's me. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I was just a few months old, because if you graduated in June, May, Catholics okay. was May. I
3: like five months old, four Wow. Months old. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hmm And it's not like I had somebody to help you, like a dad. Like, that was... Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> that was not the case. You were a real single mom. Right. Yeah. I mean, you
2: know,
3: I... I I was married to your dad. But yeah, I always tell
1: no, people, I was like, my mom was married. <laughs>
3: he wasn't
1: no help. Though, no, but, not at mm-mm. all.
3: So that's why I said I did it on my own.
1: And that's the tone with how you raised us. Mm-hmm. Like, you always said, don't depend on anyone for anything. Not a man, not anyone. Get what you want for yourself. Right. Like, always have your own. You have Go-
3: to have your own. Because, you know, I would hate to see. And then, I feel like... Even if you have a good man, you need to have something of your own because, to me, men always want to throw it in your face of what they did or mm-hmm. hold that over your head and, you know, yeah. to, to make you do what they they, they want. want. I always As if told, you're less than. Exactly. Just like you're a woman. <laughs> I always told you all, like, you know, follow your dreams, pursue your happiness and stuff because, trust me, they do. Yeah. You know, like... In society. Right. Like. In society itself. But growing up the way I did and the choices I made, I just feel like, do as I say, not as I do. Because I know what it is and how it is to struggle and accomplish things on a rough way of doing it. Instead of having to ease and enjoying your life while you're maturing and accomplishing
1: things. Right. But also, I feel like our family is very different because yes we're black but like papa was the first black detective in jersey city nana had how many kids did nana? nana had six kids mm-hmm. nana had six kids and went back to college like right. and got her bachelors yeah we graduated together yeah mm-hmm. you and nana graduated together i think that's like isn't that crazy like you don't see it that until so like I remember Papa saying that she was taking typing classes and learning. And mm-hmm. then she worked in daycare. She worked for the state. She worked for the state, but with um, DIFIS, like child, right. um, mm-hmm. what is it? Like the Division of Youth and Family, Family Services. Services. Yeah. So like Nana went back to school after, right? She had all of us. Yeah. All of, so how old was Aunt Dee, which is the youngest of you all? Because you're the second to youngest.
3: Uh, she was still in high school.
1: So she, Nana and went Nana back. went back to college. Like So, right. Nana graduated high school?
3: She graduated high school during her time, but she never went to college. I mean, she took courses at King here and there in the 70s, but when she went back to school... To St. Peter's and graduated,
1: she stayed. You know, she did yeah. it full
3: time and accomplished that.
1: You were raised differently than a lot of other people, right? Because mm-hmm. Papa was in the Air Force, right. he was educated, lived in Germany, right. and spoke to, you know, and then Nana, mm-hmm. she was a black woman from the projects, but right. she also wanted better right. for, for herself. herself. Mm-hmm. And after having her family, she went back to school. Right. And then you had me but that never stopped you no that
3: didn't stop me
1: but Not at all and i feel like nana was a big support like she always said go after it right nana yeah, was always pro <laughs> she always encouraged it encourage like, yeah mm-hmm.
3: she always encouraged that you know you get getting your education and doing certain things
2: Hmm.
1: so how do you feel about school and stuff Jordan? i don't like
2: school
1: oh yeah at 16 but who likes school at 16
3: yeah, but I always try to tell you, well, you need school to make it in this world. That's the well, sad part about it, no matter how much you know. If people don't see that piece of paper, then they, they half the time don't want to talk to you. So that's what makes it bad.
1: But Jordan, you being 16, could you ever imagine yourself being pregnant right now no. and having a kid? No. <laughs> and being like a young adult mom, no. well, a teenage mom, mm-hmm.
2: right? I work at a daycare. That's enough. That's natural birth control.
1: But what would you, if you had to ask mommy one question, what would it be? 16-year-old mommy or 17-year-old mommy with a child?
2: Mm, I just think about the pain.
1: (laughs) The pain. Yeah. I don't like pain. But then just like going forward, we were living in Jersey City and then you met daddy at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. So my stepfather raised me as his own daughter, and I call him my dad because that's all I've known as a dad. Because my father, and this is me, Kristen, talking, he wasn't there for me. He didn't raise me. It was my mom and I, yeah, my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And So if you hear me refer to my dad, it's always my stepdad <laughs> because that's who I call dad. Right. I don't think you need to have a child, like blood, biologically, biologically for that child to be your own Mm -hmm. and that's really i feel like that's another thing that's so prevalent in the black community we just like handle things right what do you You have to you have like it's like oh okay you're you just handle right it's you have to handle it nobody's
3: gonna help you nobody's gonna give you a handout like i said in certain situations that's what i was saying to you is viewed as Oh, well, okay. Another black girl pregnant. Another. That's all, That's all so. it is.
1: It's like, oh yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah. And especially, I mean, we grew up in Persephone, which is so different. Right. We were far removed from it, but you're absolutely right. You're just, they just think, oh, going to be on welfare. Exactly. Oh, she's going to collect her check. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I never got a check. Exactly. I made too much. I've right. always worked. I went to school full time, mm-hmm. work full time. You exactly. never took a break. No. It's, no. no oh. You always have to work. That's, you, that's you, how it is. Or you, you, you just want fall. Exactly. Or you can fall into that. But you wanted more for yourself. And you wanted more for your child. That's exactly it. hmm Yeah. So you went from St. Peter's University. And then I we were still living in Jersey City until I was how old? Seven? No, five. five? Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Paris No, because I, I was in kindergarten. In fact, you was four because you went to kindergarten and uh, kindergarten. Yeah, oh, because I went to Catholic school. Right. Yeah. So
3: we moved to the suburbs when you was four.
1: And then, so why did you move us out of the neighborhood that you and Daddy both grew up in to Parsippany? Like, why Why did you move? Because you had a support system there. If you needed to work overtime or you need to run into class, like, but why move us so far away from people? Like, of course. It was like... Like I said, you you was already in kindergarten.
3: I was paying tuition for you to go to school. We wasn't in the best of neighborhoods. I mean, even though we had the family support, actually, that was daddy that wanted to move because someone broke into his car one day. We were sleeping. We heard gunshots, and he just was like, he got to get his family out of this whole environment. So we packed up, and we moved to Parsippany, and we've been here ever since. And to me, it was the best decision we made.
1: Because but Parsippany was very white. You guys right. were the only black you people young, you, to move to Parsippany. Right. Like You, you it's you and a, your so, sister, not
3: Jordan, delicia, the middle sister that's not he, on the call or whatever... You guys
1: were the only black kids in your class. Uh, yeah. For top, forever. Yeah, for there was 30. no whenever I saw a black person, like, "Oh, yeah, like right, that's black yeah, mm-hmm. like Mercedes and I we became friends at camp mm-hmm. because she was the you know, another black person right. because you we were from Jersey City to Percival. I mean, at such a young age, but you do notice. You yeah, notice you do. if it you are the only one. We kept you exposed to the city too. Yeah, because we, we went, still to went to church there. Church, we always visit Nana, Papa, exactly. Grammy, and Papa. Yeah. And we had a different life than Jordan. Right. Delicia and I had a very different life than Jordan. We grew up with you as a mom that worked full-time and went to school full-time because then that's when you mm-hmm. were studying to be an RN right then I went back to school to, to be a, a nurse yeah right. to be a nurse so daddy was doing a lot of the cooking and all of that because right. you would come home you'd be home with us for a little bit of time and then you'd go to school right yeah and that's like what we saw I would say until I was almost in middle school yeah it yeah. was. Yeah. it's so funny because what do you always say Jordan who's the favorite?
2: Um, you're the favorite for mom and then I'm the favorite for dad.
3: What <laughs> Alicia? Where is she?
2: Yeah, who the middle child. <laughs> is she, she's just she's nowhere to
1: be found. She's like Megan family guy. Does she really exist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think like we we had a different parent. We had different parents overall. Like, we had parents that were hustling, trying to survive. We went from an apartment, right, to buying your first mm-hmm. home. And a black family in a very predominantly white neighborhood. Exactly. I mean, we had Asians and India, we, there, but we were, like, exactly. for black Americans, mm-hmm. we were definitely, like, the only ones in Parsippany. Yeah,
3: Evan of but like I said, with persistence, and when you have your mindset on something, anything could be achieved. But you have to work towards it. That's the problem. People think some somebody's going to hand you something. Nobody's going to give you anything. No. So you have to work towards it, and you always have to have goals in your life and try to achieve them. Right. And that's what I try to tell you all. You know, you try to achieve your goals, and it's funny you say that with my age and stuff, because when me and Daddy had Jordan. I said to him, I said, oh, this is the time when I should have just started right, having Right, because how kids.
1: old were you when you had Jordan? My age. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they know that you have me. As- mom, people can do the math. I said I was 32. Uh-huh. You Yeah, so Jordan was born when you were in your 30s, right? Exactly. And Jordan's 16 now. And that's when you felt like that would have been the
3: right. World. That was the ideal time to start having children because, you know, I was settled in doing mm-hmm. my nursing. You know, we already was settled in the house and- doing things differently so I was around more for my children I w- wasn't
1: running as much you never pressured us to have kids like no. other parents would be like oh I'm ready for grandkids uh-uh. you never but why
3: because I know how it is to have listen me growing up is not typical of in, other people growing up I didn't go hang out I didn't no, you didn't do, Nana and Papa right. would not <laughs> I didn't I didn't do any I didn't experience any of that. Although I've been to college several times, I never experienced being on college campus. We went
1: out just a couple months ago. Remember and you're like, this is the first time I've ever did that and I'm like, What? And you're like sat at a bar and had it You never did that? Like I spent my whole Twenties, I, I still do it now. I sit at a bar, I have a drink, I call Mercedes, I mm-hmm. call my girl. I'm like, "Hey, I'm at this bar. Come meet me. Let's have a bite." Exactly. You've never no. done that, uh-uh. cause why?
3: How could I do that when I had children? I had small children all the time, and then by the time you know, I was at so a that's why you never pressured it. us. No, uh-uh. because I always told you guys, "Live your life," you know, because. You get to be an adult or you get to be grown with those responsibilities for the rest of your life once you take that on. You only have a few years to be carefree, so to speak. I mean, right. you can work and have your own apartment or still stay at home and hang out or whatever. You only get a little bit of time to do that, you know, if you're responsible. Right. Now, you get some people who never grow up and always want to do that. But we talking like about being, being, being <laughs> responsible. But in my case, I was always, like, responsible. Like, even when I had you, Papa offered to keep you. He didn't oh, want yeah, me to didn't. take you with me when I left and stuff. But you was my And that's also
1: very, the black community does that, right? Like, if you have right. a they, child young, they will take you. Right? Your, right? Mm-hmm. That's very common. It's, so, it is. So abortions weren't, it wasn't. They no. don't.
3: They never really believed in abortions. Now everything is different, but like a lot of people was raised as like in Daddy family. His one, one of his own people he called his uncle is actually his cousin. That's his aunt's child, not his grandma. so how? So
1: explain it to them how it would be like if you had a baby young. Your so explain it
3: right. If normally if you had a baby young or at a wedlock, your parents. A lot of times they would send you away and then you came back without a baby, maybe. So parents people didn't, didn't know. Right. Didn't know so that you had face. a baby. Right. Or if your parents didn't keep that child, someone in the family would have that child. So that baby will always know you, but they wouldn't know, know that you, you as your their mother. mother. Exactly. Right. They wouldn't know you as their mother. So that's how they did. But no, they, at no point did they believe in abortions. No. I mean, and was that
1: like a religious thing? Because I, I can't
3: say it was a religious thing. I just think it was like just just the cult. It was just part of the culture. It's like now, to me, so many Black people want to fit in in the
1: white way of thinking that they adopted a lot of and abandoned like certain. certain Not to say that you have to do things a certain no, way you don't have
3: to do things a certain way my thing is like i told y'all i believe birth control work i mean yeah
1: you a, worked ob-gyn exactly, for
3: years and <laughs> yeah, it's a 16 like, year difference between you and your young you yeah know, me and season. jordan and w- even when i got pregnant with jordan people was like oops oh that was a surprise i was like no, no that I, was planned I, you exactly. wanted a child i don't do surprises did you point. have
1: like having a child 13 years from delicia was it harder to get pregnant with Jordan? No. I got no. pregnant right away. And I
3: was on the pill for 13 years. And I'm reading and it said, oh, it may take you a while to get pregnant. Please, as soon as I stopped that pill, <laughs> I got pregnant. Oh,
0: Jordan.
1: Mm-hmm. And then here you come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another girl. <laughs> Girls are the best. <laughs> we are the best. I have to agree. No, it is something when you when you just think about how things happen and the paths you can choose for your life
3: but you have to set like I said you have to vision yourself doing things I never envisioned myself being in the projects getting food stamps living on welfare and having the way I wanted to live limited I Mm -hmm. always said the sky is the limit I always wanted to travel I always wanted to own my own house I always wanted the best for my kids because even when it was just me and you Kristen I mean, I didn't have anything. I used to bring Udus and noodles to work. Which I know was like you
1: said that a pennies a day because we had a little stove at work. But I used to shop at Lord and, and an apple. for You mm-hmm. you, you yeah. said like an apple, and then how much was the rent where we when we lived? It when it was just you and me, four hundred dollars a month. And how much was your paycheck? Four hundred and two dollars every two weeks. So I got paid eight,
3: in essence eight hundred dollars a month.
1: Wow, and, and four hundred dollars to, went to rent, rent right? And the rest we had to live off of. Live
3: off of. Had to pay my public service phone bill. Set out a lot myself money to catch the bus. I didn't have a card in. Pay your daycare. You was going to daycare. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So, I had to be very shrewd with my money. Yes. Yeah. But, like I said, I sacrificed me. I didn't have anything. No, you didn't go out. You used to put stuff on away. You had, like, the best best of the best of everything. I didn't... Like one um, for anything. Mm-mm. You didn't want for nothing. I, I didn't care if I had to eat rice every day. I don't know, something cheap, beans every day. Uh, my kids would never go
1: without, you know?
3: And I'm still right. like that today. Yeah. You know? I
1: it, think, it, uh, yeah, no, you're definitely still like that today. That still speaks true. Like, we know that we're, we're solid when it comes mm-hmm. to our mom. Whether we have to just go to you and talk, like pick up the phone and call your mom mm-hmm. because... A lot of times we do need to do that. I was just speaking to our about that and calling it like you right. need to. And we know that you always have us. Like we'll never exactly. fall. Like you were uh, always. Not
3: as long as there's breath in my body.
1: Yeah. You know, I know you always get on your little sister saying that. She's too spoiled. Yeah, like Jordan, because I just feel like Jordan has a different. Like Jordan, do you do you know how we were raised in comparison to you, or you just see it as like you grew up in Persephone and this is your life, and you had parents that had everything, so she never like. I I remember just being like when I was in cheerleading and or getting a varsity letter, not going to you guys and saying, hey, can you buy me the jacket? Because I knew the varsity jackets were expensive. But Jordan can come to you like with anything like, hey, I want a Tesla. Right. Can I bu- <laughs> can you buy me one? And that was never an option. I feel like for us, like we we, we grew up with different sets of parents, yeah, especially me, you know, well,
3: yeah. Uh-huh.
1: But Jordan, do you see that, like the mommy and daddy that struggled or the, no, No. but how does it feel? Like you being the youngest of all girls and being like so much the youngest, like I'm 16 years older than you, you and Christopher are only what? Two Two and a half years apart. apart. Two and a half years apart.
2: I feel more spoiled.
1: Spoiled how? Because I
2: have everything.
1: And you just don't want for anything. Mm-hmm. But do you ever hear like when mommy talks about her life? Does that register to you, or it's I mean, just kind of yeah?
2: But it's like she does. She's not, you know. Mom and dad are like living in the box. You know what I mean? Yeah, she cause can't see.
1: She, yeah, she can't see. That's what I mean. Like she doesn't see she only knows the stories, but she's never experienced she it. it. Exactly. She's never lived it. But versus you growing up, you've seen your parents, right? You saw your mm-hmm. mom and going to school and you saw your dad, right? But, exactly. But I, what I want to talk about was when Jordan was two, when I was pregnant with Chris, or one and a half? Two and a half. No, because no, you were born. Oh, Don't yeah. forget, I'm pregnant for 40 weeks. Um, like right. Yeah. No, Jordan was one, one and, and a half. half. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're
2: two and a half
1: years apart, though. So... I remember when I met Mauricio, Christopher's dad, Mm -hmm. and you wanted to kill him. Exactly. Because he was so much older than me and I was a minor. Mm -hmm. I was 17. But did you see any of yourself in me during that time? I didn't know if I saw any of myself in you because (laughs) I, I taught you better. That was the whole thing. But you were so disappointed in me. It did, you,
3: because it, was, it wasn't it was about you being with Mauricio. It was about you giving up everything that you wanted to be with Mauricio. You were
1: supposed to go I to was school. giving up my life for right. a guy.
3: You were supposed to go to school to California, which I paid for your fashion, registration. The in North, fashion school. Right. I do remember and that. And then you meet Mauricio, and everything is out the window. And I kept telling you, if he loves you... He, he will won't. follow you or he will wait. And if he don't, then oh well, he
1: wasn't worth it. But you couldn't see me. I love him. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Well, i but that's Jordan, are you in love? Jordan has a boyfriend. How long have you and your boyfriend been dating? Eight months. Eight months. Are
2: you in love with your boyfriend? I mean, yeah. I so, Ma, so it's yeah, but that's what love is for the, What for do I tell you, Jordan? That, you know, if he does something and I do something, if it's not on the same thing, do what I want to do and not... So, um, Mommy, but you have always
1: been pro, do what you want, don't depend on a guy. Like, right. you have... Don't but buy like, a guy
2: anything. I, I, mean, don't. If, I do I'm doing the same thing. Like, if, if I wear something, he's like, oh, I don't want you wearing that. I still wear it because I bought it and it's my money. <laughs> That's so right. If right. I wear makeup, he's like, oh, you don't need makeup. I still wear my makeup because I bought it and it's my money That's <laughs> on my face and it's not his face. <laughs> That's right.
3: But it wasn't so much as do what you want. It's just the fact that I try to tell you all that... Jordan,
1: to tell you, I use you and Delisha as examples. When oh, I'm she does? She, use oh, yeah, she uses you as examples. Not me. because i I'm guys as No, because, uh, Ma, if I'm supposed to be your, ba- your favorite. I have I know, no favorite. I, I know she doesn't use me as an example. She uses me?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I guess as a, a perfect example. Didn't <laughs> we just
2: talk about how you weren't
1: supposed to do what you were doing. What was I not supposed to be doing what I was doing?
3: I tell Jordan, don't get so wrapped up in these guys that you don't follow your dream. Like, with you? You were supposed to be in California. You wanted to go I to California. I wanted to go to California,
1: but fashion school. Oh, God, Mark. You know, I'm, God, God. I'm I just saying that God. was your ultimate... Even yeah. if, even if no, you didn't stay there... I did take honors classes, junior year, right. and but um, you senior but, year honors but, arts classes. But, wait
3: a minute. But what happened was so, you let a guy... Stop you from pursuing your dream. That was that's your true. big dream. That that's was true. your big dream. And even if you're. That's true. Because Mauricio was dream. like,
1: oh no, you could stay in the city right. and go to um, FIT. Right. And and then as soon as I started modeling and I saw how jealous he, it was a whole different. And that's what I said. But even yes. if
3: that wasn't where you would stay, if you got there for one semester and didn't like it and came home. At least home, I did it for me. At least you came home. Then I tell the Jordan with Delicia the same thing. She wanted to go to an HBCU, a historically black university, which she did. Who? She, oh, Delicia. Delisha. She didn't graduate, but yet she's married with her kids. She has a house, and yeah. you know they're doing well. But at the same token, like I told her, your husband went to school and he graduated. You know he did. So, I it it just saddens me to see young Don't. women. I'm not going to say throw your life away because I'm not a throwaway. You always have a chance to do what you did, really? but with I, an I just say, right. Yeah. But I'm just saying do it the right way. Like men, they do what they want to do at, at any cost. You know mm-hmm. they're not stopping because I fell in love with you or I like you. So I told Jordan that I said, "Hun, Joey, going to be seniors next year.
1: If they don't go to the same school,
3: and,
2: and the, Joey if wants
1: to go to Notre Dame, right? Uh, he wants to go." He,
2: At the moment, he doesn't know, but he probably wants to go to a community college. And what do you want to do? Mm, Community or HBCU. Okay. But probably community
1: first. And does his, where he wants to go, does it influence where you want to go? No. Okay. But Jordan is different from us. Jordan's like... she's, She's the old lady. Yeah, but she's different from us. I feel like jordan's generate just even with christopher my son like he they're just different they don't need she doesn't need to be validated by any of us that's like,
2: their personality yeah they per- because they're I'm, still I'm just a very nonchalant person I don't, i'm not i don't really care about certain things like th- that's just my personality that's just
3: them but yeah. everybody in their generation is not like that and i tell her you know wait we- you know for um, sex and all that because because jordan's still a virgin are you still a
1: virgin jordan yeah
2: yeah (laughs) why is she laughing she always
1: laughs when i ask her when i when i say to you i'm like are you and joey sexually active you you said no she says she's waiting she wants
2: um i'm I'm a virgin
1: but they're kissing very hard (laughs) Probably dry humping
2: too. Ew, dry <laughs> humping. That's
1: <laughs> but that's what so I say is that You're yeah,
2: things that teenagers do. But
1: sex. yeah, I mean, whatever. Teenagers are gonna do it. Just not Christopher.
2: <laughs> Christopher's gonna be worse than me. Oh
1: God. But anyways, well, yeah.
2: But that's. I mean, that's that's okay. just
1: it.
3: And I just feel like all that I've been through as a teenage mom who was married and divorced and then got married again to the person that I plan on spending the rest of my life with if you don't educate your kids and especially me having all girls then, then what what was it all for you know what I'm saying why would I want my my daughters to go down a a treacherous road when they don't have to right you know if if you will only listen but you know you half listened Alicia half listened so now oh I gosh, have to work on Jordan no Jordan but I feel like to, no, uh, 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 you live, you half listened <laughs> um and your sister. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with what you did, but, you know, it's like you looking in a looking glass or you looking at a TV show.
1: That's what I said. When someone
3: else is looking, you can see the missteps that you're going to take where the person going through it can't see it right then, so... Sometimes you just got to let some people get their bumps, get their lumps. Some people, you could warn them about what's down the road. And some people have to go through with themselves and feel it and see it for themselves. And I
1: I think that... But then with you, you felt like... Nana, you said Nana didn't talk to you about birth no, control. No, my parents didn't talk to well, me about. Why? Anything. So why didn't Nana or Papa talk to you about birth control? That's
3: just how they was. They why? didn't talk about anything. Because they it didn't when talk they, about birth control. They didn't talk about finances. They didn't
1: talk about anything like that. But they, my- but they, but they clearly used birth control, right? And they, and they were. Oh well. well. <laughs> 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 and they, but and they were very financially responsible. Right. But they didn't talk to you guys about it No, they that. didn't
3: teach us that. And that's, that's what I always say is missing, like, in, in the black, black com- communities oh, yeah. altogether. Some people have this and some people have, don't have it. But then the ones that have it don't want to educate
1: Educate, yeah. It's almost on- like you're, like, once you get to a certain level, like, Aunt Didi talks about it and being a principal and then not doing her mm-hmm. doctorate. Like they don't want you to be at the same level as them. It's that, but what it is, is that slave mentality. It's It's like when a slave, it's that uncle Tom mentality. When you get high, okay, cool. You're high, but no, 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 there can only be one of us. high. So we, you you may, you may take my position like, and that we really need to get away from Mm -hmm. that. But, but also therapy is not a big thing in the back black community. Not Uh, at all. Not at all. Just
2: talking about that today.
1: What were you guys talking about?
2: Because like how either with like not even just like white parents just in general like some black parents if, you, if you're if you crying or you're telling them they're depressed oh you know how dad is sometimes like you know a certain situation certain pray, oh, pray, pray, pray Go to or, Jesus or you're just, you're Go just, to Jesus You're just <laughs> upset over something you're not telling us the full story but people really have mental issues they're just down there depressed the maybe they need you know, groups like this girl that works at my job, she's um same grade as me. She goes to a school for um, manic depression. She can't go to a regular high school. It's a therapeutic high school uh-huh. and stuff, but she's just good at her job, and the kids help her with um, her depression and stuff. But, you know, some parents don't. They'll be like, oh, oh. you're fine, and then their kid might end up, you know, hurting themselves. But
1: why is there such a stigma about the black community and therapy? Like, I
3: think that is changing. Like I said, they're oh, starting yeah. to adopt a lot of other things, but Please, a lot of this stuff with kids acting out, and um, they're just like, "Oh, you—they just, just, just need a beating. Exactly, you just gotta like get this. good <laughs> ass. That's <laughs> right. They gotta get their behinds tore up, and, and they'll look, let, me, let me tap little Johnny
1: Button. He'll sit here on um, quiet. That's all he needs, and need, that's how black parents are. And
0: that's it's how just, you was
1: raised, you know. But it's so funny because, like. Being a black child, and then you bring us to Parsippany and the white school system, and they're teaching us about um, what was it? Oh, Demo- no, the no, d- no, 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 democracy. What was it? Dictatorship. No, d- no, democracy. that's what I say. Oh no, you but went to that counselor. And, and I, she was saying, oh. It needs to be a um, compromise. Your parents right. need to we compromise. Don't compromise and I'm like, is a and then I come home and I'm like, mom, we learned about compromising. And if, if I want something one way and you want it another way, we can come to an agreement. And you're like, no, this is a dictatorship. And I, it, it's so weird when you do grow up, right? Would you say, even now in Jordan, like growing up in a white school system, like it is very weird when, you're, when they. They offer ways to dealing with your parents. That's
2: how it was when I went to therapy. The one (laughs) was last beginning of last year. It was like she didn't know. Like it was just I couldn't relate. They don't speak. It's so funny because around the bush because they feel like or they don't speak our language because Mm -hmm. they don't they They don't don't know
1: how it is. And it's not that black parents are tough. Like it's not like black parents are beating their kids. And we we're it's a different type of structure. It's a Mm -hmm. different type of raising your children. And it's not that one is better or one is worse. It's not that the Indian way of raising kids or the Korean way No I
3: it's- think one is better and one is worse because we Why? don't we don't tolerate disrespect from our children. We don't tolerate certain things. And I can honestly say I've seen, you know, the difference just from us moving up here and your friends coming over and walking in my house and not speaking. I'm like, hold up, little girl. You just walked into my house and you're not going to speak to me? Oh, yeah. No, that's a thing. You know what bit. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. just like. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: start. would always warn my friends. And when you go into my <laughs> house, you must say hi mm-hmm. to my parents. Right? <laughs> and I'm not here to try to be their friends, but that's just
3: common it's courtesy, common different. decency. You don't know, like your friend, Jordan, we won't say a name, but. She likes to date black guys, mm-hmm. and they can't. The family can't stand her because she want to walk in their house. Yes, that's
1: very feet. different. And she white too.
3: Oh no, they be like, "Who's this little girl coming in here?" And don't want to speak. They be, and honestly, they probably telling their son.
1: She can't come back in my yeah. house. Yeah, because they, they uh, uh, just being bought, It's very rude. Yeah, it's very rude. looked at as disrespectful. That you. And like I said, I don't sit there and when your friends was coming over, or, or even Jordan, just calling on the phone. If you just called on the phone and said, and you picked up and you said hello, and someone said, "Hi, can I speak to Kristen?" No, they
3: don't you, need to say. No, they just let say, let can speak I speak. Let Kristen. me speak
1: to Kristen. You'd hang up. They get to that. Yeah, okay. and they'd be. Like, I don't know what happened with your phone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did you say hello? <laughs> did you say hello? Put Kristen, speak? Put, Kristen, put on Kristen on the phone. On the phone. Is like, Kristen
3: there? And i oh, be like, no. can I just greet you with hello? <laughs> hello? Is <laughs> Kristen there? Click. Get to get to dial tone. Maybe you will figure it out.
1: Yeah. No. It's it's such a different. And I feel like it's always looked at like even Kevin will what say happened? like black mothers are tough, but it's not that. I don't think it's that. The older I get, it's not so much like you're you're gonna it's. It's, it, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I no, was
3: raised that, that way. It's It's not that we're tough. It's just that you had to be a certain, certain way. You had to carry yeah. yourself a certain way. Right. You know, whatever. Like I said, now the black community is getting away from that. And that's Blood, why there's yeah, all these there. problems and different things like that. Because a lot of stuff that would never happen is happening in the black community because they're not... Being that strict, being disciplined with their kids, it's a lot of single Oh, they're not allowed and stuff.
1: to. Single moms. And, and, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. If society
3: want to say, you had to raise my kids, then I'm going to have to pack your bag and society <laughs> can raise you. Because on one hand, they're going to say, like the woman, I don't even know, it was on Facebook when all the riots and stuff was going on. She saw her son acting out and this boy was bigger than her and she went and like punched the mess out of him (laughs) and people talking about Difus need to be called
1: or youth protective services and all this other stuff
3: and she like this boy it was right because he was bigger than her it wasn't no open hand at this point because she would have hurt her hand trying to beat him on his behind and she still didn't hurt him she like got his attention he was being disrespectful but in the same token that same little boy if he was in trouble and wasn't listening. Like, if he was in trouble with the law, the first thing they'll say is, where's your parent? Why, oh, why what wasn't your parent your doing yeah. this, that, and the other? And when his parent does correct him when he's wrong, you got all of society, society chest- of him. her. And it's of
1: funny that. that you said that because I, w- I was listening to a podcast. She was able to go into the Ohio court system and record... Mm-hmm. And the judge would ask about his family dynamic, and he's like, Is your father in the nope. picture? and all this stuff. And I'm just like, That's so funny that you're bringing up his family dynamic, and he did something, you know. But that's what they'll right. look at, they'll look at the whole exactly, yeah, and exactly, that's exactly because
3: that's the first thing. And then you see all the time kids do something, the parents have to pay for it, pay, if yeah, they're not of- and stuff. So I feel like if you want me, which you are my responsibility then I have to do what I have to do, because if you do that, you're undermining my authority. If you come into
2: my, to my child... But would your you say that a lot do-
1: of people are scared of black moms? Like, they
2: don't mm. play, right? Like yeah. the, per- oh. the whole Persephone School District is scared of moms. Oh, From it's scared. From Rockaway Middle School all the way to the high school. Middle school like,
1: you don't everybody. play. Like, if, if like you had to go to school, everyone would straighten up. They were so well, scared of you. To, well, they have to come correct. Like, the teachers would... Stra- it's
2: because they try to, like, walk all over, because a lot of the white moms in the school and When they do stuff, even when Mom walks in there, she. No, the security guard disrespects her. The middle school, mm-hmm. um, they what detective dusty yeah, disrespects yeah. What her. What would they say? Oh, asking for my life
3: history to walk into the high school where nobody else has to like do it. So now I have attitude. attitude. There's a oh.
2: sign-in sheet, and the um you have to like write down your name, you know, and show like ID, which everybody has to do. But mom, yeah, you like, have to show your own. Everybody, to everybody else blank. Once she signs in, she has to write her address and stuff. Oh, you need your address. Mom's like nobody else with their address. It's like certain things that she walks in. Wow, her.
1: and you had to do that. Yeah, but I said
3: next time she gon she gonna like what I write down because she already checked my license <laughs> and different things. I go what to the middle school
1: you. to drop something off for Christmas. And it's, all the, it's the same schools that we all went to. Right. That's, I got super cop
3: blocking my, my car, banging on my car about something. I'm getting ready to cut him out but I said no, we can't cause the scene. I go to Rockaway Meadow for, for something else and the grammar school, the grade school and they want to classify kids and stuff that's on the honor roll now. So because I know my rights and I know what my kids have potentials of doing then they they
1: want to treat me a certain way certain way because they hear my hood accent but people are scared so you think that it's because of the neighbor well i do know that cuz just moving back to jersey city and the the issues like when christopher was having things when he was in elementary mm-hmm. school and they're like, really? Exactly. They would never happen. And they're white people, but they're in the inner city. Right. It's, it's just different. Thing. It's not a big thing. It's not but a being big in thing. the suburbs, see, everything that, that's they try the the to whole mic- thing.
3: I'm raised in, in the city. You're city. Like in a I different tell them, I'm, I'm the worst threat because I'm raised in the city. I raised my children in the suburbs and I'm educated. So right. when I go there, you can't just tell me anything. Right. You know, not go at other people. Oh, really? My child? No. no. Show me proof. Where, did you test them? Where's the testing at? Where's no. Where's and I stuff? just
1: think that you shouldn't be afraid of a strong woman. Like you're strong. But it's and- not that. It's, it's, like- it's that. that's how we're viewed.
3: I told you even when I was in school. Going to nursing school, and I had a psychology class up here in the Burbs. We got into it because no one wants to hear about black issues or this, that, and the other. And I said, that's all I could talk about. Yeah. That's what I know. You know, I, I wasn't raised around here. I was raised, raised a, a, certain, a different way, you know. Right. Like the, and even the way I talk, I'm proud of the way I talk. I, I'm not trying. to Even though Jordan, the way I talk we all nothing. make fun of you the way you mm-hmm. talk
1: because we're like everyone either thinks mommy has a Brooklyn accent right. a New or accent. A New York accent.
2: Or even at one time, and mom was telling me that story that makes me laugh, but it's not funny. When um she, dad was getting the formula for me, and then um the people tell them the story.
1: What?
3: Oh, she talking about... I told Jordan, um, when she was born, you know, I breastfed her, but she had formula too, but she had a different formula. Yeah, I
1: remember that. So I that. told
3: Daddy to go to the store and get her this formula. He bought the wrong one home, and then I sent him with the bottle. I said get her this one and he brought it back to the store and uh the lady at customer service in the store was like oh that formula's not covered by what wick. and he was like what
1: oh wick? i remember that what you, you say we
3: on wick they just assumed assume because you're right. black
1: that you're getting government Funded. funding oh he
3: was so insulted
1: he yeah so but that insulted. is it's so it's like why would you assume that mm-hmm. It's, it's so, it's just like those little things. Right,
3: but that's why I always tell you, this is why you have to have your own, and you should always, you know, be prepared, married or not, you know, just... To have your own. To have your own own for yourself, because, and see, that's the thing that I have to say comes from the black community. They always felt like the old black community that you had to have, because... Nobody was trying to give you anything and you no didn't one. want a handout either. You no. know, you wanted to have your own. And then like in a black community, it was a lot of single mothers and different things Lucky. like that. It's just the way society was back then. So and I wasn't raised around people who was on wealthy and stuff. I was no, raised in a neighborhood not- with homeowners and different things like that. So people worked hard. To get what they wanted, you know, or to get what they two had, right? and, Two or three yeah. jobs, whatever they had yeah. to do to get what they had to keep their house, because they was proud to be homeowners to keep their car parked. Or send their, their kids house, to, to send their kids to private to schools, school, you know, or yeah. whatever. But they worked hard for it, and then it's like, even with me or those people, you don't want to feel like all your sacrifices and all the work you did in vain you know when you right. um, looking at your children I want to look at my kids not that I'm not proud of them but to say oh okay they listened you know right they, they yeah. see what I did and they exactly. learned from me so you know that's the whole thing and I think that's what it's about and hopefully you know next time no <laughs> next time your other sister will be here so she can have input on the talking stuff
1: yeah. No, I think that yeah, and she has two daughters. And she has two daughters
3: which is um interesting.
1: Yeah, but I have Christopher, the sweet
2: mm-hmm. sweet
1: son who's even though I and like I said before, I am a product I am a teenage mom cuz I had mm-hmm. Chris at 18 and I moved out at 18 on my 18th birthday. I was like I want to live in Brooklyn, move to Park Slope, I am done with your rules.
2: Mhm
1: everything your church your God all of it I just wanted my to be my own person but he's a really good kid but you like and I and I fall into that because it it's my parents that are raising my son like he's here Mm -hmm. and I but I and I have the luxury of living my life or going you know
3: right and that's the reason why yeah that's the reason why but I tell you you have any more you'll be on your own oh
1: yeah no no hence why I only have one. Because <laughs> one is enough. I was so that's what um Mercedes and I we were talking about today. she's like I just think people that had kids young just only have one. They don't want it and like, yeah, we just like know better. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no and then some also we never learn. Yeah, no, but also because it's like I'm not in a relationship with somebody like we're having kids right. or a family. So why would I bring another mm-hmm. I, I you know, that's not what I want right now. Well,
2: at Joey's school,
1: there's a 15-year-old with three kids. Where Joey's school? Go- and does, so does your boyfriend go to a predominantly black school, a Hispanic school? Black and Hispanic.
2: And what, and I
1: remember when he dated you, what did he say? Because a lot of the girls in his school.
2: Are pregnant. I have kids. They have a daycare in his school.
1: Wow. We did Jordan not. Jordan didn't believe that. She they really like, have a daycare in yeah, his yeah. school?
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. And they don't teach them anything about anything.
1: So they don't teach him about sex aid? like Mm-mm. no. And you know what
2: I feel that like is make it shouldn't sense. be left up to the school this it's the parents yeah, responsibility. Oh yeah. Stuff, well
1: but, you showed us like nasty yeah, right. videos of right. vaginas mm-hmm. and you <laughs> No, mommy scared us when it came to sex. She like you showed us like Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Delicia and I were more afraid of sex. Mm-hmm. What
2: gonorrhea? No,
1: no, no. She showed us like crap, like everything, like just, what? um, just like vaginas, vaginas that were not, laugh, and no, like penis. Laugh, no, no, no. It was like it was like, like penises and vaginas it. looking crazy. It was like, whoa, this looks like nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Lord. Why did you show us these things? That's the that's the reality. Yeah, Herbie's if you don't wear if no. you don't wear protect. Shit. No, even with protection. Oh my gosh! Because you your skin,
3: s- you could still have skin touch and skin, oh and goodness, you could still go. get in contact with stuff. So, oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah, you made us afraid.
2: And Very then good. did you show us the birth video of yes, the girl having? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember we're watching that next year anyway.
1: Wow, Jordan's watch, watching that at her senior year. I feel like Christopher should be watching that in his eighth grade year. Oh yeah, it's senior year. Show
2: that in the well, yeah they show in like middle school. Like every year, you learn about STDs. The same. Once you get to high school, you learn the same thing every year. And the only thing, only difference is um, they show the birthing video. Yeah. like the birthing video. We take the same tests every year except for sophomore year drivers' said but everything else is the same. STDs, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and. Um, it's STIs But do
1: you feel like you've learned anything from that? No. No, yeah. It's That's called STIs now. Sexually transmitted
3: Infection. infections. Yes,
2: infections. Only thing I learned was like
1: most of the things with the H aren't curable. Herpes. Oh, herpes, HIV. Mm-hmm. Oh, things that start with an H aren't never, mm-hmm. I never knew. Human papilloma, papilloma virus, whatever. HPV. Oh. Wow. We've got now we've gotten on the topic of STIs. Oh no, right? We've been way off topic. Right. <laughs>
2: uh, the school they had chlamydia last year too.
1: The school—it spread throughout the school.
2: Mm-hmm. Who's school? Joey's last year. Ooh,
0: they
2: The, the, some the, the, Nancy- the, <laughs> the locker room, the, they couldn't have football practice for a week because the locker room spread. All the football guys had chlamydia chlamydia.
1: Wow. His school is very active. So everybody was with <laughs> the
2: same people. Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody's having fun over there, mm-hmm. huh? But I guess that's... I
3: guess. That's why I tell Jordan she needs to keep that coochie on lockdown.
1: Keep that coochie on lockdown. That's another black word, coochie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to wrap it up, though, like to talk about the whole conversation in a whole, we started with you having said you've had sex. Obviously, you were having sex at 17. So Jordan's only a year away from being 17. I was having sex at 17. Jordan, are you going to have sex at 17? (laughs) As she eats cotton candy. Mm -mm.
2: Because
1: it's silent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's laughing, mom. She's not answering. Mm
2: -mm.
1: But what's your takeaway? Like as a mom having daughters, would you have raised, but would you, if you had sons, would you have oh you said no no i feel mom, like mommy mom would, wouldn't no mom, mom wouldn't what? you wouldn't, raise, wouldn't raise sons differently than you raised your daughter no she would, would raise
2: them differently no she way. would you would let them go out more and but look at how you treat christopher with girls and stuff we're all talking to boys quite
1: are trouble. you treating christopher differently than
3: christopher
2: you treat? gets treated the same as well as also because loyal. christopher
1: is my son it's not you know it's a little no, different he's still spoiled but if you had all sons, would you have treated them, would you have treated them differently? No,
3: Mm-mm. I would educate them and do the same thing.
1: No, but would you have treated them differently? Like with from- curfews
3: and stuff? No,
1: just like girls different from boys? No. Okay. Even when it came to sex?
3: No, I would still tell them to wait and be educating them because you
1: know, In education,
3: like, lose their minds too.
1: You would still be fair.
3: I, I would be fair, yeah. Especially if I had a mixture of kids, I
2: couldn't separate
1: them. Right, they, you know, have to be equal on all terms. Would you, but Jordan, would you say that that's true? Like,
2: no, I feel like everybody once they say that it's gonna be equal, it's not. Like, um, this girl over too, she has an older brother. They're only a year apart, year and a half apart, and she gets to, she's like, does the same thing as him. She gets more in trouble, and then he does whatever he wants, and he doesn't get in any trouble.
1: Yeah, I do think it is it's different, different. Yeah. and I feel like Papa. Like that's the one thing that I don't like about Papa and Anna's generation. There's very a sexist. Lot of, yeah, they're very sexist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like how he treated the girls in the mm-hmm. family versus Uncle Victor and Uncle Sonny. Right. They were treated very differently. Like they could have girls mm-hmm. and or do certain things, but you guys had to come inside when the street lights right. came on.
3: Exactly, They was different. So, so, so far as that's concerned. Yeah, you know, so sorry, that Be more equal on those
2: terms, and saying Christopher don't have a curse for you. Christopher doesn't go out. I'm just saying, like, I'm not talking about Christopher. I'm saying just in general, like, how if you if you did have no, because you have to be fair and you have to be on the same page with all your kids. Well, Kristen and Delisha get offended because every time I do something, oh, I that is true. You
1: you you definitely you definitely raised Jordan differently than you raised me for sure Jordan has her boyfriend over she Jordan has a lot more freedom than we had I did lie a lot more because I was scared of you guys. Well, I was, if,
3: maybe if you didn't lie
1: and, yeah, because you guys were very scary. Mm-hmm. You were not parents mm-hmm. that I could come mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and just say, "Hey, said, don't listen to
3: Kristen," because Kristen didn't have a curfew. Kristen used to come. Home I didn't have a curfew, but no. At but one it, o'clock
1: in the morning, if I knew, no. But it was very scary. It was if still, I knew, where I had to go to was. church on Sundays. Jordan right. just started going to church again. Oh, my you goodness. Got, no, you, we had to do. Every day we had to do Bible study mm. with you, yeah, for an, like an hour. Daddy would sit down, we'd have to open with our father, sing a prayer. Don't they he show would that? do no, no, he would do a prayer, like another prayer after we sing a song, and then he'd read a scripture and close with a prayer. Dad and still then, does that, no. And then if our friends would knock on the door, hey, can Delicia come out? Can then Kristen come, come out and play?
2: Room. They would have to sit down yeah, and pray with, with us. Yeah, he does the same thing, Dad, you know, no, no, but mom, would you let Kristen if. If it was Kristen's time, to go out to take an Uber an hour away to see Joey, or her boyfriend, whoever Marie out the time.
1: No, no, no. Mom didn't even. I like to hang out in New York. Don't forget, oh, no, I got the, my she, first fat tattoo at fifteen. Yeah, no. And that's that's see uh-huh. now she's telling you. I know that's what it right. is. Right yeah, because I like to be in Greenwichville. I like to. It's like you guys didn't understand my life. I
3: understood, but you just wanted to live a life that was way beyond your years. <laughs> that's what it was. And you didn't understand my rules, and you didn't want to listen to them.
0: <laughs> I and you to all the
3: rules. that no, you was you going to not. bend
2: the rules, and you was going to get away with it. But that wasn't happening. I do listen to all the rules. Me and Mom are good. I just don't tell Dad anything because he's extra.
1: So you're closer with Mom when it comes to talking?
2: Mm-hmm. But Dad would tell me to pick up the Bible. Yeah, Dad Anx- does. When I have anxiety, pray on it. When it's this, pray on it.
1: Yeah, Dad does go to, go to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And mom goes to reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's reality, but, you know, you
3: don't want to hear that when mm-hmm. you're going through stuff. You want somebody to listen in. Sometimes you just want somebody to talk, listen. Yeah,
2: right. and someone to talk to mm-hmm. and somebody that well, like, you can just Well, even if I go to listen. parties and stuff, like, I've never lied once about where I was at and stuff. Even though they don't have, like, iPhones see at my location, they never... i am never lied when I was going, when I was going out. Even if I'm not home, on you know, if it's like... Remember I came back from that party after, um... Junior dinner, like what, like almost one in the morning? You still knew I was at. I was at an open house party.
1: You have to admit, Ma, you're more relaxed. You're different We're parents. we more relaxed,
2: Kristen,
3: but you're making it seem like you didn't have a curfew. Kristen <laughs> wanted to do what she
1: wanted to do. Yes, at I think there's something to be 16, set for that. She
3: wanted to be stealing my car and stuff, too.
1: So, yeah, well, I needed a car to get to New York. And stealing people's cars <laughs> I did. Over the house and stuff. <laughs> Kristen was a hot mess. Yeah. I, I like taking people's cars. Well, mm-hmm. I put gas in the car. Oh, yeah, with,
3: the, with my money that I left in <laughs> my car.
1: Well with your piggy bank. Exactly. I would take out the quarters back then, you yeah. could actually like put quarter like get, exactly. yeah. A nice-
2: get a nice oh, yeah, She so of- told me she told mom the first time she smoked, mm-hmm. and the first time she, did she told did you the first time she smoked? She, she called her on the phone. She what?
1: Me. See, I I see we grew up with different parents cuz I would never tell mom and dad like life and you know what it is? No, I did not feel comfortable no, coming to- Right. That's why I was going to say you grew up with a different concept. No, I grew up with strict parents. No,
3: and we was, Kristen, we was just as strict with Delisha, but... No. Yes, we was. Let me say this. Look at Delisha now. Everybody is different. From the time you... We didn't have cell phones back then. Delisha used to leave us a note <laughs> she before did. we got home she from did. work. She, if was she so weird. had to go to Girl Scout. She was so weird. She
1: went here. <laughs> she, <was> she would <laughs> leave a note where Kristen would just be but MIA. That's, but that's her personality. And that's Delisha, Delisha leaves a per, a note now, like with her kids. She was being
3: responsible. Like you said, we moved to the suburbs with our support system being in the city. So I needed to know where my kids was. I worked a quite a distance it wasn't from it in the here yeah
2: sure was Jordan. I watched this movie I've been watching a lot of 90s movies that 90
1: kids. movies like you're making it seem like 90s or so no old. I'm saying
2: there so was a tough. one and <laughs> I was watching on a YouTube it's like this one hour video and it was called the kids 1995 one that one with all the kids that be having sex and stuff uh-huh. and everybody in the comments said that's how it was all the kids used to sneak out and stuff that was and that's Christy Yep, I the comments What do you mean? Yeah, I was
1: out. not sneaking out having sex. Just, this just, is so weird. I said, I having sex, you used to be sneaking out. Oh yeah, out jumping out of my window. Yeah, I that's like it's normal. No, because that's how you got out of the house, or I snuck out of the basement window, and then I would leave it cracked and come back home. Mm-hmm. What? That's not a '90s thing. It's not just a kid's I'm thing. Just saying.
3: That was a Christian thing. <laughs> a Christian? For this household, that's what it was a Christian thing. That's why you didn't
1: feel comfortable. <laughs> and Delicia would society. always tell on me. I had a sister that would always. You, you oh, had please.
3: They used to bark and tell on you.
1: Oh, yeah, my dog did. Oh, Piper what was. What kind the- of personality do I have? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. You have a
1: joint
2: personality.
1: So, how does it feel to be a mom with all daughters? Mm-hmm. Is it like.
3: I can't tell you because I don't have any sons. <laughs>
1: But I'm just saying, as a mom, like advice that you would give your girls. So you have one daughter that's married, and Delicia's how old? Twenty-eight.
2: Twenty-eight. No, twenty. Yeah, so if yeah.
1: you if you could just give us advice, each advice starting with the middle, not with me, or you could start with Jordan and yeah, end why with would you
2: work with me. I'm the last one that want
1: not make. Oh any no, sense. no, no, no! I'm trying to start. I want me to be the last one. So but you're the oldest. Yeah. So I get. You could start first because you're, you're the last one to come out of her coochie. So we could start with you. What advice would you give Jordan? Jordan,
3: no advice. You know, just keep her eye on the prize. Finish up high school, finish strong. Wherever she want to go to school, that's what she do. And, you know, she would say she want to be a child psychiatrist or whatever. So she... And life advice? Right. They focus on that. I, I tell her that all the time life advice is like i just said you don't do stuff to follow behind a, a, a man you know you do stuff for you and if someone truly loves you and want to be with you then they will support you with whatever you do
1: and delicia what would you what would, advice would you give her delicia's married she has two kids heidi's three and alex will be two in july what advice would you give delicia
3: it's, it's more difficult because, you know, I'm not into getting into married people's business. She already married.
1: But, but as your daughter?
3: As my daughter, I would say the same thing to her. If, she, if there's certain things she want out of life, then that's what she needs to... I'm not touching it. That's what she needs to shoot for. Like I told her before, I would like to see her become a teacher within the state school system because she would have her own pension. She would have her vacation. She would have... A decent salary and stuff, and she only a couple of credits shy of achieving that great, um, dream. You know, like I like I said in the beginning, men they're going to achieve their goals because they don't
1: use their kids or their wives right. or their no, they don't have to take family right. leave when someone's pregnant. You know, I'm just not all, even saying that no, but will
3: leave. I'm just saying they don't they don't use that, use that as, as an, an excuse. excuse, and
1: that's what i did when i went back to school or not an excuse they don't even have that like when you're going in but, front of a job they don't have that but what same... i'm saying
3: to you is like even when i went back to school daddy wasn't happy with it he was like, oh, i make enough money to take care of you blah 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 and i said that's all fine and well but this is something you I want. want to do right you know what i'm saying so that would be my advice and then what
2: advice to the last one my dream's advice fresh. to
3: Kristen is that you know it's that the same thing i will follow my dreams i wouldn't waste a lot of time on um
1: she, she's gonna say mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on men mm-hmm. you know uh mm-hmm. and different things all like right advice for do. Kristen over and done what
2: happened <laughs> now you don't want to hear your <laughs> <advice>. <laughs> you don't want to hear
3: your <laughs> advice no i'm just saying I, you know, I, I'm the type, I don't offer advice unless I'm asked. I don't try to get into your business only and only unless I really see you all cr- crashing and a burn, And that's more so for you and Delisha Jordan. She still got to listen to me. So but
1: as your go. life, would you have changed anything? Like, not not sacrifice or like saying like, oh, I would have had kids later. But just your overall life. Would you have done things differently? Would you have gotten married later? Would you, or...
3: I probably would have got married later and started, um, like I tell y'all, my adult life later and stuff.
1: An adult life meaning what? Like being married with children
3: and all the responsibilities. Because like I said, when we first started, I never had a teenage life. And it was one of two reasons. Because my parents were so strict, I, I didn't really have a teenage life. And because I had my kids so young, I didn't really have that whole teenage 20s life, you know, whatever. Right. So, I can't say that. I just I just think that I would... Now, I'm more into doing what I want, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But I, I would have changed that a long time ago, like doing stuff to make me happy like more about you right it would have been more about me right but i can't say that i wouldn't have my kids and stuff or be married i probably would but i would still do stuff like if i wanted to go out i would go out if i didn't i you know didn't back then i just didn't go out right that's the difference i could say
1: do you think it's also because of what you thought marriage should be and like how a mother should be, because of how Nana was a mother. Or... No, because
3: I'm a very different mother than than my mother. When I became a mother, my thing was, I said, I looked at the things that my parents did that I really, really agreed with, and stuff that I really, really didn't agree with. So right. far as curfews are concerned, yeah, I remember that's why that. I never gave you guys curfews because I felt like. They wasn't flexible with a curfew. Everything don't happen within the time of. a curfew. They're like ten o'clock. Right. You have to
1: be home. There's and no prom night started night. at right. nine, and right. you're like, um so then I have fifteen minutes after pictures. Right, and you
3: have to be supportive <laughs> is- of your kids. Like if I wanted to join a group, they tell me they didn't have the money for me to join a group, which was a lot. They had the money. You don't just have your kids sitting around with idle time. That's when the kid becomes pregnant. You support them support, in um, doing things. Even if it meant losing your space, you know, like my parents would tell me they didn't want to drive me somewhere because they would lose their parking space.
1: Oh, yeah. Have well to stop being I so lazy. I can't and- understand that but living in Jersey City. But you have children. They didn't have Lyfts have still, or right, Ubers back then.
3: You, you have to do certain things, you oh, know. I get that. So that's that's the whole thing. That's, that's the only thing. I, I mean, I think my parents did a great job with what they had and where they came from and who raised them. And we're supposed to live and learn. And that's why you always say I'm so different with Jordan and Christopher. That's the reason why. Because when you live and you learn and you do things like you and Delisha was basically together. And I had Jordan all these all those years, years later, later. I'm supposed to look at what I did with you and Delisha and learn from that and do different with the next one, you know, that's that's what you call learning from your mistake, maturing, you know, being true to yourself. And, and that's what I feel I try to do and continue to do.
1: And then just, like, overall, now that you've been here, you've been in, like, the suburbs for almost 30 years, right? mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: do, do you feel like the moves that you made, everything was correct? Like, continuing your education, like, not stopping, going to school, working full-time— getting your, you know, your BSN, yeah. like all of that. like I did
3: All of that was well worth it. All of that was correct. If I didn't do anything else right, that was one of the things I did right. And of course, moving my kids to this, because me and daddy always talk about that, like how you all would be if you were still in the city and different things like that. No, that was one of the best decisions we made. Because once again, as parents, and mo- uh, parents should feel that way. And a lot of people don't, or I always feel like my I want my kids to do better than me. I don't want anything from my children. My my thing comes from seeing you all doing well, you know. Yeah, and prosper right, and prospering just be happy. And yeah. and I think that you had the best of both worlds because not only did you learn, you was raised in the suburbs. You still know how to handle yourself in the city because oh, you yeah. we still went to the city. So you are. My, I we have a black like
1: mother from my from the city. Roll, we're roll, like well-rounded, <laughs> so yeah, no one really scares us exactly, <laughs> or can mess with us. Right. So we'll just mm-hmm. call her mom. That's and
3: that's what happens, and
1: that's the truth of it, mm-hmm. right? Like if we're in any situation, we know that we can call our mom
3: exactly. So
1: yeah, and I and I think like I don't know. in Jordan, even though you're here with your mom you're still in that situation where you know that if something goes down in school or you're going through a heart, she calls her mom. And Mm -hmm. I think that like, no matter what, right? Like when Delisha goes through something with work, we call her mom. Like we, we just go to you. It has, Mm -hmm. if we have breakups, this and that. And when I broke up with Christopher's father, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it was like, okay, well, I called my dad because he had to pack me up. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I had to put my pride aside and come back home. And mommy was like, hey, uh, okay, you're not going to stay home all day. It's either you go back to school or you go to work. Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? And that was it. But we always called our moms. So Mm -hmm. I'm 32 and I'm still calling my mom. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's 62. It doesn't matter. That's right. I at, wouldn't have it any other way.
3: Right. I called my mama to the day. I couldn't call her anymore. So right.
1: And you that's were with done. her that's just right. this year mm-hmm. when she
0: passed away.
1: Yep. All right. Well, that was fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this discussion, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode with another mother or daughter. We are starting to collect episodes for season two, and we would love your stories. If you are interested, please email callyourmomofficial at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at callyourmompod, or our website, callyourmom.buzzsprout.com. Call Your Mom is produced by me, Emily Bennett. Our music was composed by Zach Custin, and our copy editor is Marlena McLemore. We especially want to thank Julia, Kristen, and Jordan for allowing us into their discussion. See you next time.